The movie Air is fascinating because we go behind the scenes on how Michael Jordan ended up at Nike. There is a scene in the movie where Matt Damon plays Sonny Vaccaro and gives this passionate speech. Well, there's an interesting quote in there that I want to relate to our own lives and this concept that a shoe is just a shoe. So how does it relate? Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It podcast, where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truth. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about. Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacking It Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports that relate to life and faith. I'm Bryce Johnson with Luke Heaton, and we are in the middle of a summer series here on the podcast where we are taking sports movies and relating them to life and, and biblical truth. And so I hope you enjoyed our conversation about. Rookie of the Year, Space Jam, and Remember the Titans. And, and those are all kind of classic old, older movies. And, and the one today uh, we're going to talk about is a newer movie. It's called Air, and, and you, you may have seen it. And, and, and if you haven't, it's, uh, it's highly entertaining. It's fascinating. It's you know, behind the scenes. And, and so we'll, we'll talk about the, the movie a little bit, and, and then uh, we'll, we'll get into hopefully a, a really encouraging, powerful conversation as well uh, in, in what we can grasp from uh, this really cool scene in, in the movie. So I uh, encourage you to check out unpackingit.com. If you haven't subscribed to our weekday email devotional, you can do that on our website. Also, while you're there, go to unpackingit.com slash fantasy. And so it's fantasy football season. We want you to participate with us, compete against us in fantasy football this season. And, and so you can sign up for one of our Unpacking It Run Leagues. We've got four different leagues that you can join, and, and you can find out all the details, unpackingit.com slash fantasy. And we will also meet throughout the season to, to go through Fantasy Football Fellowship. And so that's the content that we have uh, for fantasy leagues to find more meaning and purpose throughout the fantasy season. Uh, be sure to check out the Fantasy Football Fellowship podcast as well, uh, but all of those details on fantasyfootballfellowship.com. All right, Luke, let's have some fun uh, talking air. But before we do that, we want to thank our sponsor, Sugar Creek Coffee. SugarCreekCoffee.com is the website, and you can use the promo code UNPACK to save on your order. We always encourage you to order two bags uh, as well to, to help you on kind of the shipping setup. Uh, but again, SugarCreekCoffee.com, promo code UNPACK. Luke, tell our listeners how delicious Sugar Creek really is. Got to buy some Sugar Creek. It's not coffee snobbery. It's it's nothing like that. It's do you enjoy good coffee? I know I do. And it's it really is so much more affordable when you're able to use the unpack promo code. Because yeah. I can get two pounds of coffee for just a little bit more than what I normally pay for one pound of coffee mm. from another roaster. And it's really good coffee. So 
yeah, and they ship everywhere. So we, we ship it here uh, to Fort Worth. Uh, my wife loves the dark roast. I love the light roast. But really, if you're if you're a daily drinker of coffee, you're making a lot of coffee, especially for your family, you're getting almost two pounds of coffee for the price of one anywhere else where you get fresh roasted beans. So it's a no-brainer financially, but they're also <laughs> great people too, and it's great coffee. That's right. Exactly. That's interesting. So my wife, Jody, she likes dark coffee, and I like light, co- light coffee. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a funny dynamic that you experience as well. So we have to fight over uh, how we set it up. So now we <laughs> have two right. different coffee makers. Uh, same, is, yeah. We have, yeah. I think we have like four. So yeah, yeah, I know it's, it's silliness, but, um, but Hey, then we get, everybody's gotta get the coffee they like, uh, but make sure it's sugar right. Creek and, and you'll, uh, you'll enjoy it. So sugarcreekcoffee.com. All right. So the movie today is air. And, and of course, you know, I grew up a Michael Jordan fan and we know what he did on the court. And now he's just, He's been here in Charlotte as a owner of the Hornets. He just sold his majority stake recently, uh, which is also interesting. But the fact that Michael Jordan not only is one of the great basketball players ever, he, he's one of the great endorsers and businessmen. Mm-hmm. And the deal that the movie portrayed as well, that his, his, his wife, his mom got him. So this was a deal between the parents, Michael Jordan's parents, Michael Jordan, and Nike. Mm-hmm. And how all of that came together and just as a sports fan, it's so fun to see how just things that you wouldn't normally understand or have access to, to see it on the big screen uh, is really fun. Well, I watch it on my, well, it's a decent screen uh, on my own TV, but it's a, it's a, it's a cool movie and the acting is tremendous. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, Matt Damon, one of my favorite actors for sure. Uh, and then I like Ben Affleck. I mean, Chris Tucker is great to see him again. Jason so, Bateman, Viola Davis. I mean, there are legends yeah. in this movie. Yes, it's it's strong. So what was your takeaway just from the overall concept of the movie? Well, I think it's interesting because at face value, you hear, oh, there's, there's going to be a movie about how Michael Jordan ended up at Nike. Like, that's normally a news article, sports mm. journalism. It's like, wait, this is going to be a movie? Is there mm-hmm. even a story here? So yeah. it's it's really incredible that there really is a story here. Now, part of it depends on the incredible basketball player, public figure Michael Jordan is. So a lot of things that are relevant to his life become stories. But like you, we, we read about shoe deals all the time. Every year, NBA draft, so-and-so signs with Adidas, so-and-so signs with Nike, um, Reebok. I don't know if they're signing anyone anymore, but it's like, wait, this is a real story. But the fact that it is a real story, very entertaining story, a lot of dynamics and levels to it is is pretty fascinating. Because again, normally it's just a, a news article for something like this. Absolutely. And also to think about where Nike is now, where the Jordan brand is now, Yep. This this movie is all about the origin of that and the Nike basketball division was barely hanging on. Now it dominates the the world. Jordan, you know, nobody knew what he was about to become as a player. People knew that he, he was very good and he was good at UNC, but also back then it, you know, everybody wasn't seeing every game and every college game and and all that kind of thing either. Sure, yeah. We just didn't have the exposure. Um and so the world changed. Jordan changed with it and became such a you know, worldwide star. And then Nike benefited from that. Yet Jordan in this groundbreaking decision 
to get a percentage of the revenue has now become a billionaire. I mean, that is that is a fascinating thing. Mm-hmm. And and so a couple things just as we think about this. Uh, one, I've never understood the shoe world. So not only from the business standpoint, but also like my brother, he collects shoes like the Kobe's and Jordan's and, yeah. and, ha- and you I just don't, you just collect your Sperry's. That's it. I have I have a new pair of Sperry's every year. <laughs> that's it. Um, I, I, I used to have and one shoes. Ooh. I had Franklin shoes. The Shaq shoes. Ever get Shaq shoes. brand? What was it? Never Jack? get Shaq, Shaq brand. I never Shaq had the shoes. Shaq brand. I think I had the Stefan Marbury shoes. Oh, yeah. I just was never into it. I, I just I didn't I just never got caught up in all of that. But people love the Jordan, you know, getting the new Jordans. And so the fact that that became a whole culture out of all this mm-hmm. is, is fascinating. It's um, ma- yeah, it's ginormous, but I don't want to cut you off. But like the Jordan brand is pretty, it seems standalone. It's ginormous. It's, it's a cultural thing now. It's not just oh, yeah. like people wear Jordans feels like 98% of the time not playing basketball. It, it's a cultural shoe that people of all walks of life wear. Yeah. I've got multiple pairs of Jordans. I know people that are way different than me have pairs of Jordans like black, white, rich, poor, everyone <laughs> wears Jordans. It's, it's incredible. It, it is. And, and to think that that signature shoe air Jordan, you know, really got everything started. And, and that was part of the pitch as, as well. And, and so, you know, Matt Damon plays Sonny Vaccaro. And I was listening to an interview that Sonny Vaccaro did with Rich Eisen yesterday. And, and he was shedding light on, you know, what really happened and, um, and so I love based on true story movies to, to me, there there's like value in watching them because mm-hmm. I'm so just, I admit it. I'm not a big superhero guy. I'm just not, I, I don't watch all those. I don't get caught up in all the Marvel stuff. It's not who I am. I don't watch star Wars. I'm not, I like real stuff. I'm a real guy, real stuff. That's just, that's just <laughs> my, my perspective and personality. Now, when you mix in sports and you get some, you know, kind of the business side, the behind the scenes stuff that I didn't normally you know, wasn't aware of. I, I think it's awesome. And then you attach Matt Damon to it yeah. um, is also great. And it reminded me a little bit of Moneyball. You know, you get Brad Pitt in that movie. Yep. Um, I'm not sure which one. I, I probably liked Air better than Moneyball. Interesting. Um, part of what I didn't like about Moneyball is just the reality that Oakland never won anything. That it just kind of always fell yeah. flat to me. Yeah. That's, no, that's, 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 that's fair. Insane. That's fair. Maybe we'll do Moneyball next year because it's still it's a good movie. Jonah Hill's in it. Oh, it holds um, up. Jonah Hill, a great character in that movie. Yeah, he 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 does does well. But so I, I love true stories. So then I started thinking, I was like, what what would be a good movie in that vein? You know, more behind the scenes type of stuff. You know what I thought of? The LeBron decision. I want to know what really happened. What really happened? Who knew what when? How did Pat Riley get that deal done? That's the next movie I want to see. Hmm. So I'll, I'll I'll pitch that out there. I think that would that would that would be fun. Okay. Um, but here we go. So this is the movie that we got today. Air Matt Damon. It, this is the, the the scene that we want to unpack today and how it relates to, to to life and faith. Is they're pitching Jordan and his parents. They finally get him at the Nike campus, and so everything's building up toward this. They're preparing for the meeting, and a couple of the guys that were a part of it, some of the other marketing people besides Sonny Vaccaro had different ideas on how the meeting should go, how the pitch should go. Well, midway through, 
it was it was up to Sonny to say timeout. I, I gotta I gotta just share my heart, share my passion, and give this you know all out pitch. Come on, Jordan, join us. And so here's the the part that I want to uh, to to read to us. He says, "A shoe is just a shoe until somebody steps into it. Then it has meaning. The rest of us just want a chance to touch that greatness. We need you in these shoes." Not so you have meaning in your life, but so that we have meaning in ours. Everyone at this table will be forgotten as soon as our time here is up, except for you. You're going to be remembered forever because some things are eternal. You're Michael Jordan, and your story is going to make us want to fly. Mm. So it's an awesome, I don't know how true all that is. There's elements of truth to it, but for the movies, it was Oh, it gets you. It's oh. powerful. It's like, let's go. Oh, because the end of that speech, Matt Damon is looking right at the camera. It zooms in on his face. Oh, it's so powerful. It's 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 really cool. Did I ever tell you I talked to Matt Damon on the phone? No. Quick side side story. So I was interning at a at a radio station um in Charlotte, and he got connected to the one of the hosts. And, and they had a mutual friend. And so Matt Damon was willing to do an interview on a you know, local Charlotte sports radio show. And so he calls in on the hotline and I was, you know, intern answering phones and Hey, you know, this is uh, WFNZ. And he goes, Hey, yeah, it's Matt Damon. <laughs> and I'm like, What's up, Matt? How you doing? <laughs> Let me put you on. I'll put you on with Gary. Here we go. So wow. it, was, it was fun. So he was very kind. He was great. I was about to say, did you know his godson as well? Is that how you know that you meet Jim Nance? Now you know That's Matt right. Damon. No, everyone's just godson. A, no, it was just a quick, quick, uh, quick talk with him. Hmm. But anyway, he delivers this, you know, this great speech, showcases his his acting talent. But in this quote, there's a lot to unpack for us today. And and first glance, I always get, you know, I don't as sports fans, we have to catch ourselves, especially as followers of Jesus you know, using language about athletes, you know, here we go about Michael Jordan, you're eternal. Yeah. And, you know, we, 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 timeout easy, easy with that. We, we, we turn in these, these athletes into deities and mm-hmm. that's not what we want to do here, here at unpacking it, but we want to use this quote to actually encourage us. And, and so this idea that a shoe is just a shoe until Michael Jordan steps into it is it, true. It's cool. It's like now that shoe becomes something mm-hmm. right it's just rubber. It's just rubber. And, and you know, whatever it's made, it's made in China, I think. And you know, who cares? It's just a little, little thing. Mm-hmm. But when he's flying across the, the court and slamming it from the free throw line and going up and under and draining game winning shots, you, you see the shoe and you're like, man, look at the shoe. Look, what, look, what's, look what's happening. But it's Michael Jordan in the shoe mm-hmm. uh, apart from him and, and his, being in that shoe, it, it, it doesn't mean much. Um, and so that's what we want to consider today because as human beings, we have to continue to remind ourselves and put ourselves in proper perspective. And, and we talk about this in, in different ways a lot on this podcast because I think it's really important because we have, to, we have to renew our mind. We have to actually understand the truth and the reality. We're like a shoe. We, we're just a shoe. We're just skin and bones. As human beings, but but God breathes life into us and gives us life, but then he really gives us life when mm-hmm. Jesus is in, when we have the Holy Spirit and we have Christ within us and we become alive in him, that's real life. 
That's mm-hmm. eternal life. And, and so that eternal life, you know, begins now. We have, the, we, we have the life in us when Christ is in us. And so do we live with that understanding and do we acknowledge that apart from him, we're, we're nothing. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're skin and bones. We're just a shoe. A shoe is just a shoe. We're just a shoe without Jesus in us. And everything changes when that's the case. Yep. And, and so I'll let you jump in. Everything about humanity is, is that. I mean, God breathes life into Adam in the garden, fashions Eve from Adam, and then the fall, when they sin, now this, this image of God that we have is, is marred, is cursed, and when we're redeemed by grace through faith in Jesus, that image is renewed and restored, and there we will we're still awaiting full resurrection uh at the at the return of Jesus but we have to understand i don't know it's just so easy to think that we're i'm actually reading a book right now that talked about in america we have this problem of thinking we're our, we're self creators we're miniature creators and we put ourselves on these pedestals cuz i like, know god is creator we are creation we have to maintain that chasm because when we start creeping ourselves over the line and thinking we're self-creators, we're creating, especially in, in, in the U.S. and the American dream, we're creating for ourselves our own successes. We forget, no, God actually breathes life into us. And then when, when we are in sin, because we're born with the sin nature, he redeems us and gives us his Holy Spirit and resurrects us. Everything we have, any life that we have, is only because of God doing it to us and giving it to us. There's nothing. Yeah, I mean, we are shoes. There's there's nothing about <laughs> us that's creating this life in us. That that's it. And and so that that Nike shoe had ha, had meaning and and purpose once Michael Jordan stepped into it and and changed the shoe game and changed everything and amazing things were done in that shoe. And 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 similarly amazing things are done in and through us, but, but it's not to Luke's point. It's not us. It's him. It's Jesus in us doing those things. And so we look at Philippians two thirteen. for it is not, this is the amplified for it is not your strength, but it is God who is effectively at work in you both to will and to work. That is strengthening, energizing, and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. And so we're here and created for his pleasure, for his goodness, for his glory, for his plan and purposes. And so we, we too often, you know, devise our own plans and mm-hmm. I want to do this and I want to do that. And it's, it ends up failing or ends up, it, it ends up not fulfilling. It ends up not being, uh, yeah, satisfying. But when we're when we're truly understanding the the, the will of the Father and, and and His purpose in us and through us and 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 we're just allowing ourselves to 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 be that shoe and mm-hmm. say right, take take me where you want to go, you know do do what you want in in and through me, and and the the meaning and the purpose that 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 then is added to our our lives and we understand it, um, it's a game changer. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, yeah, because. Any pair of, of Jordans, 
it's you don't just throw a pair of Jordans out on the court and now they're <laughs> dribbling and they're dunking. You're just, you're, these shoes moving around, I can't do anything. It's the same like this. The scripture you just read, even not only the deeds that we do, but the desire, the will to do those deeds is from God. God gives us by His Spirit the will to then accomplish good works. That's all from outside of us. We're not summoning up these these wills. You know, you know. I think I desire to really follow God now. Now that mm. that's even a gift from God that He accomplishes in us and then brings about uh, good works in us, mm. which is encouraging to me that like everything that I do for God and even desire to do for God is because God is accomplishing that in me. Mm. Though I have nothing and had nothing to bring to the table, it was his great love for me to save me and bring me into right relationship with him. Mm. And anyone who is in Christ, it's the same way. There's nothing that we brought to the table. We, we were, were just a pair of shoes those shoes didn't jump off the floor until Michael Jordan was in them. Those shoes right. weren't winning dunk contests until Michael Jordan was in them. Like you said, up and unders, game-winning shots. The same, we weren't accomplishing good works or even the desire to do them until God gave us His Holy Spirit and is accomplishing thing, these things through us. And, and to do anything that lasts. That, that, totally. That's the thing, too. You know, everything else just kind of fades away. That's not a part of, of, of him and, and his purpose and, and work, um, in, again, in us and through us. And, and the other parallel to this, to this quote, too, is you know, the reality that once Michael Jordan went into that shoe, well, now that shoe is you know, inspiring or what, what is being done in that shoe is inspiring. Mm -hmm. And so why do people buy the Air Jordans and, and have continued to buy? Because they're inspired by what was done in those Air Jordans. And so you see it. You see what's happening out on the court, and you're like, wow, this is, this is incredible. But again, it's nothing that the shoe is doing, but it's kind of a, a, a byproduct or it's showcasing what Michael Jordan is doing. And, and so the, the same is true for us, that, that we inspire people not by what, what we're doing as a, as a shoe, so to speak, but it's what, what Christ is doing and shining through, and it's, it's, it's him on the stage. Mm -hmm. He's getting the glory. He, he's the one that, that we want people to see um, and, 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 point, and point to him. So they look at us, but they see him. And, and so is that true in our lives? Mm -hmm. Is that what we're pointing people to, and is that, what, is that what's being represented? And I think that one of my pastors has been helping me see this. Practically, what this looks like is how we can encourage and show honor to others. This is one of the things that my church really desires to do, is to show honor to one another publicly. And there's, there's this pattern of when someone in our church is encouraged, it's how, what is, how, is, Christ sh how is Christ showing through you? Mm. So when we encourage, hey, man, you know what, Bryce— I, Christ is, I've really seen Christ in you in this way recently. I wanted to encourage you in that. It's not, man, Bryce, you're so great. It's, man, I've really noticed Christ in you in this way, and I want to encourage you to keep doing that. Mm. That, that. That's where, that's the encouragement, because it's, it is Christ in us accomplishing these things. And when someone says that to me, it's like, how encouraging that Christ is in me doing things. Mm. It's not me. It was never right. me. 
but it's Christ in me doing things. Amen. And that speaks to another verse today, John 15, 5, amplified. Jesus saying, I am the vine, you are the branches, the one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For otherwise, apart from me, that is cut off from vital union with me, you can do nothing. And so the fruit in our life is evident because we're, we're connected to him. Mm-hmm. He's in us. He, we're in him. And it's this union, this beautiful union. It's spiritual. It's, it, sometimes it's like hard to grasp, and, but, but it's our, is our greatest desire, is our, is our fellowship alive? Do we understand and, and realize what he's, he's done for us? Have we received his, his grace and love and, and forgiveness and salvation? Has all that happened? And so, and, and is he alive in us? If that's true and we're abiding and remaining and, and staying closely you know, connected, that the fruit is evident. And, and you're exactly right, Luke. Then we point to people and go, man, Christ is shining through you. Christ is doing amazing things through you. And, and we can humbly you know, acknowledge and, and appreciate. Thank you for that. You know, thank, you for, thank you for that encouragement. Mm-hmm. And receive it well without pride because, again, it's not us. Mm-hmm. It's because we're connected to the vine. We're connected yeah. to the source, the source of life, the source of love, the source of anything good, anything yeah. good. He is the source and he's in us. And so he's he's the one in us as as shoes to go back to the, the parallel. Right. Because when we're connected to him, that that's how we're united to God. We're united to Christ in his death and we are united to him in his resurrection. The resurrection of Jesus is the first fruits is what Paul says in the New Testament, the first fruits of resurrection, that because Jesus resurrected, we too are going to be resurrected because we're connected to him now. And if we're connected to him by the power of the Holy Spirit, we're connected to the Father, and we're going to have the fruits of the Spirit. We're going to produce good works. We're going to desire things because we are united to Christ. Again, it's this being united to him that is so important important to hammer home, because if we are not united to him, we're just going to produce fruit of the flesh, which is sin and evil and wickedness. And you and I all know how like we we are we are capable of tremendous sin when we're not abiding with Christ. Just going through the motions, just trying to do it in, in our own strength and and just yeah, doing quote unquote Christian things without actually abiding in him and tapping into the the power within us and 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 living in a way that yeah we get out of the way we get out of the way and let him take over and and truly yield to him and and so uh you know that reminds me Galatians 2:20 I have been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And, and so it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And, and I'll, I'll share this verse as well as we wrap things up. Uh, Romans 8, 10, and 11 in the Amplified, uh, Paul writes, if, if Christ lives in you, though your natural body is dead because of sin, your spirit is alive because of righteousness, which he provides. And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. And so this language throughout the Bible is 
Jesus in us, the Holy Spirit in us. They're three in one. So Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we're a part of that union. And, and so we're in them. He's in us. We're then united together as the body of believers. Mm-hmm. And this is all powerful, real stuff. And th- do we understand this? Do we believe this as followers of Jesus? And, and, and th- this vital union, this, this uh, gosh, incredible supernatural reality that, that we can live out of day to day. And so we don't have to put, you know, it's, it's, not, all, it's not all up to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's so much surrender and yielding and opportunity there. Uh, the power that raised Jesus from the grave lives within us. Do we believe that? Mm-hmm. Do we believe that? Yeah, and I think practically, because it can be kind of overwhelming, intimidating. What does that look like in my life? That's right. Practically, just examine, is there evidence of the fruits of the Spirit in your life? That's so encouraging, because if we really understand who we were, what we were, before being united to Christ, before being redeemed and given the Holy Spirit, we compare that to now, there should be evidence of the Holy uh, of the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, all these things. And in addition, I think in my own life, there are certain sins that I chased after, but now are a bitter taste in my mouth. I don't chase after them like I used to. The only reason for that is because, is because God is renewing my mind because the Father has united me to His Son and, and given me His Spirit. And that's, that's the only reason why certain sins that I used to crave and chase after now just leave a bitter taste in my mouth, and I don't desire them as much or even at all because my desires are being changed. My will is being changed. Therefore, my works are looking different. And it's a lifelong process of, of uh, forsaking sin, turning to God, repenting, turning in God to faith. But I think this is an encouraging thing to look back on our lives. And, man, what does it even look like that I'm a pair of shoes and I've been given life? Now I, there's meaning and purpose. Just consider your life before Christ. Consider even your desires before Christ and then after Christ. There's a difference there, and it's really encouraging. Amen. One last parallel, uh, maybe two more. At, <laughs> at, just as that shoe was created for Michael Jordan, we, we've been created for God. And, and so that takes a lot of pressure off of us to, to where, all right, Lord, I'm here. I'm here for you. What do you what do you have for me? What is your purpose? What is your will? What is your ultimate intention for for me and 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 for this world and for your people? And and so seeking him in that. And and so uh as Matt Damon said, a shoe is just a shoe until somebody steps into it. Then it has meaning. So when Christ is in us, we have meaning. And so on the days that we're discouraged, on the days we're like, oh, man, I don't know what my purpose or meaning is, it, it's it's just it's reminding ourselves, I, I'm here, I'm yours. Show me what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. Show me where you want me to go, and and it's it's your it's it's your story. It's your power, God, that 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 I rely on, and so live your story through me, and and so are we willing to do that? Um, and it and it, it, it means humbling. It, it means surrender. It means yielding. Um, and that that's been a consistent theme I think throughout the last couple of months here on the show. So. Uh, I hope that it's continuing. I, I know I'm continued. I continue to be challenged by it, uh, <laughs> for, sure. for sure. So uh, I hope, hope, hope we leave encouraged. And man, we do have meaning, even though I'm just a shoe. It's okay. 
I got, I got, I got Jesus in me. Yeah. You know? We are connected so. to the glorious triune God, Father, Son, Spirit, who graciously desires to use us as part of his plans. That's right. And we are awaiting resurrection in eternity with him, which is, I, I mean, I, obviously I'm just scratched the surface on even comprehending the majesty of that. It's incredible. Who are, who are we as just shoes to deserve or to even be offered eternity with God in the kingdom of heaven? We don't deserve it. It's his grace towards us that brings us in. That's right. We've been made alive, made alive, and we have eternal life. And when we are in him, he's in us. So that's the, that's the good news. So we can cling to that today. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I'm Bryce. He's Luke. We're sports fans who follow Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected. And through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well. And I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast. I hope you enjoyed this summer's movie series. We'll be back to, to kind of more uh, current sports stories uh, next week. So uh, look forward to that. And uh, any feedback, let us know. Bryce at unpackingit.com. Thanks for listening. Talk soon.